Welcome back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. I am Mark Aflalo, as always, in Montreal. Follow along on all our social media. Mitchell, it's at your tech report on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on, on every single social media that I could possibly think of. Uh, you know, thankfully, you remind me because I have to be reminded of our own social media, which is actually okay. really, really sad. But one thing I don't have to be reminded of, see the segue there? Yeah. See how well, smooth man. that was? Beautiful transition. Uh, is It is that time of year where we are starting to see the flagship devices, the great smartphones coming out. And one of the most popular, and I think we, we talked about this on last week's show, Mark. We were talking about, you know, the Samsung, the, you know, the Note you know I the do. Note, right? Yes, we talked the about Note this 10, last week. The Note 10 Plus, uh, how, people, how excited people are about, this, about these two devices. And I am just in awe of how far this and now these devices have come. Because we talked about at the beginning, we weren't sure, and I don't, I don't know if Samsung was sure, that the world, not just business people, but the world would embrace this, this flagship device with a stylus. And Mark, it has become very quickly one of the most popular devices on the planet. Let's dive in a little bit deeper and welcome Terry Chen, who's the director of mobile product for Samsung. Welcome to your tech report. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Happy to be here, guys. So, so is that statement that Mitchell had, is that an accurate statement? Was there maybe some trepidation way back when, when the, the note line was first introduced as to who would embrace it, who might not? I think when the note line was introduced initially, it was built around the, the S Pen and the large display. But through the generations over the last few years, we've also flexed or allowed our, our, our users to flex some of their creative muscles by uh, allowing them to take photos in a way that they've never been able to or to edit their photos and the content and, and share it in a way that they've never been able to. So really, uh, blending the lines between productivity as well as uh, creativity as well. And you know what, I, I, you know what, Terry, I was really impressed that Samsung took this leap of faith because if you remember back at you know the beginning of all, you know, everyone talks about the iPhone being the beginning of when smartphones really took off. And I remember Steve Jobs being on that stage and saying, you know, what are we going to use for the input device? A stylus? Ugh, nobody wants to use a stylus. And everyone famously was like, oh, styluses will never be used on smartphones. But really. You guys proved everyone wrong, and I think it's the way that you integrated the stylus into the device, because you can still enjoy the Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus to this day. If you don't want to use the stylus, you can. Of course, you're not taking advantage of its full potential. But the fact that it's become a viable and, viable and for some people, a preferred method of use, uh, the stylus really did change the game for smartphones. But it's not just about the input and, and the position that the S Pen offers, because last year we introduced or we reintroduced the S Pen um, in, in a whole new way. So we've actually been through nine generations of the Note, but most people don't know that we've actually been through eight generations of the S Pen. We're adding new functionalities and new features with each one. So last year we added Bluetooth low energy, so the ability to control your phone, to use your S Pen as a remote clicker uh, for your presentations or a remote shutter for your, for your photography. And this right. year, we're adding, we're adding even more functionality to basic uh, adjuster-based fixed-access um, solution in, in the S-Pen. So if you believe it or not, we have actually added a gyroscope and an accelerometer into the S-Pen so that you can do those gesture-based controls, which we are calling air actions. Well, and you know what? And I don't know if I don't know if you've mentioned this, but you know the ability now, and one of the things again that becomes that makes this device and this ecosystem really special that Samsung has is now we're doing 3D renders in space using augmented reality, using that S Pen for drawing objects in space. Is that true as well on the Plus model? So, so there's a few things on the Plus model. We have a new sensor called um, Death Vision. So the technology behind Death Vision is kind of flight. 
And basically what time of flight does, it measures uh, the distance between you and every single subject in the frame of your photo for better right. light representation and better depth representation. But also with that time of flight sensor, you are now able to, like you said, we can create 3D renderings. And through that 3D rendering, once you capture it, you can do all sorts of things. You can manipulate it. Uh, you can create your own stickers. Uh, you can even send it to a 3D printer. So you're, you're able to capture 3D content, do a 3D scan with the Note 10 Plus because of that time of flight sensor uh, in the depth vision lens. Terry, what do, you, do you find that the, the market for this device is kind of split between the creative and the professional balance, or is it, is it weighing in, in, in the favor of one or the other? I think we're straddling both, to, to be honest. I mean, you take a look at what was done with the, uh, with the video editing software, with the video capture. That's, to me, fun, but it can also be quite productive. So for the first time ever, you're able to uh, shoot in, in a way you've never been able to because you're now using your depth vision to create that bokeh in live video. Uh, you're also able to uh, record audio in a way you've never been able to. Uh, with a three mic system, uh, with a zoom in mic, so you're really honing in on what you want to uh, what you want to focus on. Um, but it's an end-to-end solution. It's not just about creating or capturing video in a way that you've never been able to, or audio, but being able to edit with the native gallery application. You can splice videos uh, to create transitions, and with the precision of the DSM, be very, very precise. But it's also very natural um, to 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 make your final product in in a movie format and share it with your with your family and friends. You know what, Terry? We talk a lot about uh, we talk about creativity and how the creative uh, the creative folks, whether it's on YouTube or people on different platforms, are using the Note devices for creativity. But we also have the business side. We have a whole bunch of people that look at this device differently. They're looking at it as a business tool, as a productivity tool, right, Mark? Absolutely. And what I was impressed was when at this year's announcement was the presence of Microsoft was a big statement for you guys, because obviously, you know, in the business world, everybody's using Microsoft Word, Excel, et cetera, et cetera. So having them on stage really helped reinforce that side of things, did it not? A hundred percent. So from a productivity standpoint, we, we do have, we have a strategic relationship now with Microsoft and it goes way beyond uh, a few things that we talked about before. So the first thing is, this is the first note device that you're able to convert your um, your handwriting into Word document directly. So that's uh, that's a major plus. Um, one of the big announcements at Unpacked was the integration with Windows. So uh, with the ability to, with your phone application, sync to your Windows device. I mean, at the end of the day, Windows, it's 80% of, of the workforce these days. Um, so you can sync your Galaxy Note 10 with Windows, and you will have your call, your messages, your notifications, as well as your most recent photos, all synced uh, seamlessly with Windows. But furthermore, even with our new uh, version of Dex, um, Dex has always been a bit of a, a pet project for us. So with Dex, you can create desktop experience uh, with the processing power of your phone. But we're taking it one step further now with the new version of Dex for PC. So you're able to connect to any laptop, any PC and have that desktop experience. Uh, it's a very harmonious approach between uh, the two operating systems that control your life, your, your mobile operating system and your desk operating system, and being able to um, try to drop files, being able to see both versions of the, of, of the operating systems. It's a very seamless transition uh, between you and, and the screens and the displays in your life. 
You know, you know what, Terry? I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up as well. And it almost seems like it's a natural transition for this product line because people have been talking about for years, especially, you know, note owners. You know, I, I'm basically carrying an extremely powerful computer in my pocket. I mean, I know we said that about a lot of smart devices, but the note line especially. So now actually being able to use your note as a fully functioning computer in your pocket wherever you go and have it be even more portable than these portable laptops are designed to be, it seems like a natural extension of what the device was made to do. A hundred percent. I mean, you're carrying basically many computers. The processing power, the storage on these devices is incredible. So um, will these ever replace laptops? We're not here to say that for now, but the ability to work harmoniously with your laptop with your television, with your monitor, with whatever display you have. Um, we're just trying to make it easier to, to connect the two worlds together. Right. Well, you know, keeping, you know, keeping the form factor in mind, going along the line of questioning with the form factor, uh, you know, you have... I think especially now where smartphones have gotten bigger, there was a, I remember the trend back in the day, now Mark's going to laugh because I'm going to date myself, when Motorola put out the MicroTAC and the StarTAC, and remember these little tiny phones that look, they, they could fit in between two fingers in the palm of your hand. Now we've gone the opposite direction. And I think for some people, some people embrace the size of the device, and others are saying, oh, that's too much phone to be carrying around. But... From what we're hearing, we're getting a lot of feedback that as large as these screens are, both on the on the standard 10 and the Plus, they still feel comfortable in the hand. People seem to enjoy the large screen size, but they're not being turned off by the size of the device. So you guys are really getting that balance down now. Yeah, for the first time ever, we've introduced uh, two variations of the Note. So you have a 6.8-inch display, which is your traditional uh, Note form factor in the Note 10 Plus. But we also introduced a 6.3-inch form factor in the Note 10. And to your point, um, for a lot of users, this is now their sixth or seventh or eighth generation of, uh, of a smartphone, and they're getting really specific with what they want. Um, they may want the productivity, the newest camera, the latest battery um, in a phone, but they don't want to carry that big form factor, so which is why we introduced the 6.3 inch Note 10. But both versions, I mean, we have two phones, but really one vision, which is a bezel-less, um, easy to hold uh, device in your hand. So it's completely slimmed down from side to side. So Regardless of which device, one-hand navigation is, is, is quite easy, especially with the new One UI software, which has been redesigned uh, when we introduced it for the SM family earlier this year for one-handed navigation. You know, it continues to blow my mind, especially when I see these devices and see that bezel disappear even more and more and more. And, you know, thanks to that that curvature around the edge of the glass, um, it, it really is almost completely gone. Have you had what was your have you had initial feedback from from folks out there yet about this device? Yeah, I think most people are, are really surprised by just how much screen there is, because as we suggested earlier, just because you have a big phone, um, or just because you have a big screen doesn't mean you necessarily have the big phone. So uh, the screen to body ratio has been a bit of a healthy obsession for us. So it's now north of 90% for both the Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus. Uh, we've completely uh, smoothed the bezels down uh, side to side and, um, uh, and the top and the bottom as well. Um, so while it's Sports a significantly larger display than the Note 9. It's, from a footprint standpoint, it's very, very similar in size, and it's also lighter and thinner than the Note 9 last year. When can people, I know people can pre-order it now, but when are people going to start seeing them arrive in their hands? So our launch date is August 23rd, uh, but we started pre-orders last week on August 7th. Awesome. 
Terry, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We're such big fans of you guys and everything that Samsung does, and I cannot wait to get our own hands on the Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus, and we look forward to speaking to you again down the road, I'm sure sooner than later. Thank you very much for having me, and really appreciate the interest in the Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus. Thank you. Terry Chen from Samsung. Check out the Note 10, obviously, when available to you guys. It is your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Thank you guys for being here. We'll take a quick break and come back with OWC's Larry O'Connor. Your tech report will be right back. Kids, I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we, we the perfect, perfect podcast, podcast for you. you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on, on the Dean Blundell Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because democracy, democracy is something, something you do. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast. The show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.